All right, Patriots, hardliners, warriors for Christ, it's time to stand up and take your nation back. Are you ready? It's time to assemble. It's time to return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs and get Christ back in our heart where he belongs. They've crossed this line one too many times, and we are going to take this nation back once and for all. Isaiah 42:13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war, he stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies. He shows his might. And that's what we will do here at his heart line. We will show his might. They have crossed this line for the last time. So let's take this nation back. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I say that for very good reason. I tell you, I never thought this would happen six months ago when I started this podcast back at the beginning of February that I would be in over. Well, um, it's kind of really hard to tell because of VPNs kind of keeping certain uh, locations uh, undisclosed as far as, you know, what states and what countries. But when I look on the world map and my analytics, man, I have a lot of people from a lot of different countries that listen in. But the ones that I can actually count over 40 different countries which is amazing in all 50 states i gotta say i i'm something I'm, I'm humbled i'm very humbled and i thank all of you uh, because without all of you you know we can't you know work together to get this truth out there and so um that's why i say that good morning good afternoon and good evening wherever you're at in the world because i know depending on when you're listening to this whether if it's live or on the download it may be 2 a.m 7 a.m noon or, you know, you might be rounding out close to dinner time. I don't know. But at the end of the day, glad to have you here. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Today's a little bit of a wild card day. I typically do these His Hardline discussions on Tuesdays and Fridays. Fridays is when I usually do the Brandenburg Block Hour on the His Hardline discussion where we talk for about an hour and a half, two hours, and we discuss just everything that's kind of going on. And that that those conversations are about to get a little bit more um, interesting as we get further on into the months leading up to the end of the year. And you'll you'll see why. And so anyway, the reason I'm doing this His Hardline discussion wild card show is for a couple reasons. Now, if you weren't able to tell by the title of the show, it's called Beware of Half-Truthers. Now, you might recall some of you were listening to a show a couple weeks back or a week and a half, yeah, about a couple weeks back, where I was calling out some statements of a particular podcaster. In fact, since now it's already kind of out there in the open, it was Scott on Bards FM. Now, I was never demonizing the guy, nor was like blanketing him as a liar or a, uh, you know, a non-truth teller, or even I wasn't blanketing him with any type of stories or accusations or any type of anything like that. In fact, I was actually trying to keep his name out of the show, um, out of respect for him. I was just simply calling out the incorrect statements that he made. And then all of a sudden I had like a, a huge slurry of, you know, haters and venom, you know, spitters come my way and just completely bombard me, which I quickly addressed that on another show called Embrace the Haters. You might want to check that out. There is a little bit of a language warning there. So again, if you're not, you know, if you're not a big fan of uh, slightly heavy language, and I don't mean F-bombs, I don't drop F-bombs or B-bombs in there, but there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of Irish in there, if you will. So here's the thing, at the end of the day, 
this is the second or third reason I should say why I started this podcast. The first reason was for God and Jesus Christ to spread his word. That's first and foremost, which is why we have 1% with him. Okay. That's number one. Number two, to get the information about the assemblies. Okay. Because the national assemblies, the lawful national assemblies is what is going to propel this nation forward into getting back to self-governing and returning to original jurisdiction, which is what we're going to be discussing here in just a second. But the third reason why I also started this podcast is because I went from listening to 20 to 22, 23 different voices out there, influential voices and podcasters to now just about like two. That's it. Because I am so sick and tired of people getting out there. And yes, there are many podcasters out there and influencers, if you will, that tell good, solid truths, but in the same show, they'll either muddy the waters on some other subject or completely leave out solid truth as well. And that pisses me off. Enough is enough with this crap. And that's the third reason why I started His Hard Line, because I'm going to start calling out these statements. I'm not going to slander names or shows or anything like that. I'm going to just simply get the statements, which are already put out there in public domain. I'm going to clip them because that's what every other podcaster and news agency does. They find clips and they play it in their own show, either in favor of them or not in favor, depending on what their agenda is. But here, the agenda here is, just so I'm clear, is not to try to freaking stir up shit. Excuse my language. The agenda here is to put out truth and to make sure the record gets corrected because of somebody who as like myself, who is part of the National Assembly, the Michigan General Journal Assembly, especially with that. And when it comes to God and Jesus Christ, I want to make sure that the correct factual information is out there. So before we get started, though, there was one clip I do want to play. It was an X-22 sound clip. He was talking about how, like, you know, the the narrative out there in the mainstream as far as pedophiles and groomers, it's starting to kind of make its way out there, you know, slowly but surely, you know, drip, drip, drip before like the massive flood of information comes, I think, down the road. And there was um, a Phil Academy member by the name of Jeff Cooper, and he was arrested for sexual assault on a minor years and years ago. Now, he was talking about that, and he was basically saying that he thinks, obviously, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Well, hold on. Let's just let's just play the clip. Let me find it real quick, because he makes a very good point. And the point, well, here, we'll just listen to it, and then we're going to come back and, and comment on it. People are starting to realize it's the same thing with pedophilia and grooming. People are starting to realize that, hey, there is grooming now. Why would you be banning the word groomer if you're not afraid, if people aren't grooming? So you only censor someone, you only censor words if they truly have meaning and they're actually the truth. And that's how you know they're afraid. That's how you know that they're very worried. Actually, look what happened with the Film Academy member, Jeff Cooper. He was sentenced to eight years in prison for molesting a child. Now, Cooper, who is an Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences member since 2002, he was found guilty of sexually assaulting a minor in 2005, 2007, when the child was between 12 and 13 years old. Now, this individual, he designed movie theaters and studios for directors like George Lucas, Francis Ford Coppola, Steven Spielberg, and many others. You think this is just a one-off thing? No, this goes very, very deep and wide. Think about all the information and everything that we've been hearing since the beginning when Trump came into office. This has been accelerating and you're starting to see more and more individuals get arrested and you see a lot of operations where they're actually hunting down human traffickers, child traffickers, pedophiles, and they're actually arresting these people. And I do believe this is just the warm-up 
This is the drip, drip, drip to get everyone used to this type of narrative that yes, this does exist. And there are people out there that do these things, especially people in very high positions. And I think this is going to spread to a lot, to a lot of people in Hollywood, into sports, especially in DC and in corporations. Okay, so that was a clip from X-22. Now, the reason I played that, there's a very good reason why I played that. And so here's the reason. So this is one of many crimes against humanity that we will see in abundance of when we the people formulate our own grand juries under the de jure receded republic operating under common law. And so this is why I make very, very clear in other shows, this is exactly why your participation in the assembly of states, the national assembly, the rightful assembly, the lawful and true national assembly, by the way, not the one that wants you to correct your status with the de facto corporate government, not that one. Okay. This is why your participation is so vital because we're going to need more juror, jurist. Okay, in the common law side, in the de jure, we're going to need more jurists. Okay, when you're an assembly member, that's basically what you're doing. You sign a JCO, which is your jural covenant of office. You you basically commit yourself to being called as a jurist under common law in the de jure. And when grand juries start formulating, and we're going to need a lot of jurists because there's going to be a lot of trials for a lot of these criminals who committed these massive crimes against humanity. I mean, just sick, sick things among other things, treason, sedition, other things like that. We're going to see a lot of this. Now, speaking of common law, let's, let's look at something for a second. Now, common law. Okay. A lot of people don't realize this, but there's 10 common law principles. And then there's the 10 commandments. Let's look real quick before I get into some other stuff here that is really relevant, but I'm going to read 10 common law principles. Okay. And I'm going to read the Ten Commandments. Now, each one kind of, you know, kind of relates to the other. So first off, the first commandment, thou shall not have gods before me. Okay, that's the first commandment. Now, you look at the first common law principle. It says, don't obsess about an object or a person. Makes sense. Second commandment, thou shall not make unto thee any graven images. Okay, now you got the common law principle number two, don't exalt anything you create above all else in your life. Then you got the third commandment, thou shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Common law principle number three, don't make rash promises or oaths you won't keep and you don't wish anyone misfortune or harm. Then you got the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Okay. Common law principle number four, don't work seven days a week. Your body and mind need rest. Yep. Commandment number five, honor thy father and thy mother. Common law principle number five, be respectful to your parents and other people. Hmm, makes sense. Commandment six, thou shalt not kill. Common law principle six, don't intentionally harm or murder anyone. Commandment seven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Common law principle seven, don't break your promise to your spouse, family, members, or associates, including marriage vows. Don't, <clears throat> excuse me, almost skipped ahead there. Commandment eight, thou shalt not steal. Common law principle eight, don't take anything that's not yours. Pretty, pretty, pretty self-evident there. Common law principle number nine, or excuse me, commandment number nine, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Common law principle number nine, don't lie. And commandment number 10, thou shalt not covet. And then we have common law number 10, don't obsess about what someone else owns or has a relationship with to the point you would violate any of the above rules to obtain it or destroy it. 
basically treat everyone how you'd want to be treated and finish everything you promise to do as long it doesn't break any of the above rules. Hmm. So what I want you to realize here is that the cabal and the minions within the corporation is indeed falling and it's falling fast. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what other half-truthers out there say. Like I have always said, I will not put out any unfactual statements, partial truths, or avoid specific truths like some out there do consistently without fail. Now, when you look at the documentation that has been put together by the people in assembly, which has been sent to D.C. via public notice, in addition to all the other corporate entities in all 50 states and around the world, you'll start to see the same thing that I see. And the information's all there if you visit www.national-assembly.net. And you go into the forums or you go into, um, I, I, I forgot what the link is called, but um, just start self-educating yourself. Start poking around in the links. It's very easy to navigate. It's not very hard, but you'll find everything you need to know. True history, true documentation, true foundational documents. You'll find everything you need to know on that website. Okay, but I'm not going to sit here and hold your hand. You're a big girl. You're a big boy. Go over there, check it out and start digging around. Okay, start learning. In fact, let me look real quick because there is a link I do want you to, to you know, to, that you can, it's a good starter point. Hold on a second. Let me just on the fly here, national-assembly.net. Yeah. And then you can go to resources. There's a, there's a link called resources. You can click on, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight different links there. Start off there, like the 1638 fundamental orders. There's the public notices by the Michigan General General Assembly. Um, you just different things like that. But then also go to the National Assembly Forums page and start digging around in there. You're going to find some very solid stuff that has been like kept from us and suppressed in public school. All right. So there's that. Okay. Now here's the thing. Cause there's a lot here. I'm trying to pack a lot in a very short amount of time. So forgive me if I sound like I'm going very fast. Now, what you will see is that the people in control are giving orders via requisitions to the military to carry out the plan, if you will. And there are 21 requisitions, 14 of which are completed and seven that are still being carried out actively. Now I'm not at liberty to talk about those, but let's remember that a big part of the plan has God's hand behind all of it. Okay. People get very confused and they often think that, Oh, the plan is all military. No, it's not all military. I hate to break it to you. It is not all military. The plan first and foremost is God's plan. That's number one. And God's plan is being carried out by his assets, his assets being you and I, okay? And he is deploying those assets against all those, you know, evil, um, those evil cabalists and elitists out there, okay? And so <clears throat> there's a reason why the Bible says, again, 365 times, depending on the version that you have, fear not. God has us in this place and time for a very specific reason and a very specific purpose and mission. Okay. There's no doubt about that. Now, what I'm going to go into here in this show, which is why I titled it, Beware of Half-Truthers. This is what we're going to get into. I'm going to get into a few sound bites from a podcast. Okay. Someone who's very influential. He's on many platforms. I'm not going to name his name. I'm not going to name his show. Again, out of respect to not defame a name. 
that's not what I'm here to do. So let me be clear to all the little venom spewing haters out there who only want to hear and cherry pick what they want to devour and then attack on. I do not strive to call out anybody by name, but I will call out unfactual and untruthful statements. So there was an interview done by the certain show. They had this girl on there by the name of Mickey, M-I-K-I. I'm not going to say her last name, even though she says it on the show. Um, and here's the thing. In my humble estimation, most of these truthers are half truth truthers at best, leaving out, you know, very relevant info or they muddy the waters with complete BS and false information. And this I cannot stand. And this is precisely another reason why I started this platform at the direction of God and the Holy Spirit. I'm sick and tired of these half-truthers. Really, I am. And I'm done with this. Again, I'm just going to leave the name, again, of the show out of, you know, for reasons that I've discussed just a second ago and in a previous show. But when it comes to these statements, yeah, I'm going to call out incorrect statements. So what's important, though, is to point out these things. And she points out some truths that I will point out. Yes, she actually says some things that I do agree on. But then she also muddies the waters on a lot of crap that is not so, as, as it pertains to returning to original jurisdiction and the de jure and what that looks like. And so we're going to give some of these sound clips a listen and we're going to dissect a few of them. And so I want you to pay attention to some of the words and some of the things that she says. Now, if you're not in the assembly, some of this might seem a little foreign to you. And that's fine. If you go to www.hishardline.com, you could start at the top. There's a, a link called Assembly. Click on that. That's my own personal website, or excuse me, that's God's personal website. I just happen to be the, you know, um, the uh, administrator of it. That's God's personal website. But there is a link called Assembly. Click on that, and there will be a bunch of podcasts that have little media players on them. And just start listening through those if you're curious about the Assembly, who the Assembly is, why the power of the assembly is relevant, what the power of the assembly is. Some of the channel, you know, the back channel communications have taken place in public forums between the reseated Congress, you know, the people in assembly and the military, along with General Dunford. I mean, you'll see the public notices that were put out back in 2013. There's a lot of stuff there to unpack the contempt of the Constitution. There's so much there. That's a good place for you to start. Trust me, you're not going to binge watch, you know, you're not going to binge listen to that all in one day. I mean, you could, but boy, you're going to get sick of my voice. But here's the thing. I've listened to this interview in which I pulled some of the sound clips on in its entirety. And she says a lot of things like, in my opinion, is one thing she says quite a bit. Then she'll say some things and she'll follow it up by saying, well, that's my guess. And then she'll say other phrases like that that basically indicate to me that she has no validation or foundation to stand on with regards to what she's talking about. So not only, not only that, but I have looked up the same information that she's talked about before I even came about knowing what the National Assembly is about. And I still have come up to the solid conclusion that the National Assembly and how it has been doing things is the actual lawful way. And I dug into the National Assembly's foundational documents and everything else that you can find on that website. And I'm telling you right now, everything that's there, all the public notices that they put out to D.C. and others within the corporation and throughout the nation and throughout the world. Yeah, these things are solid and they don't communicate with the de facto except through public notice. Comms don't happen in secret or 
in vague symbolism like this lady talks about, you'll, you'll hear it. No, that's not how that happens. And so I say that to cue up the first couple clips. So let me look here at a few of these clips here. Where should we start? Where should we start? Let's see. Let's see here. Here we go. So she talks about capturing the flag. She talks about a man named Russell Gould and how he captured the Title VI national flag or some nonsense like that. And how in order to return to jurisdiction, we have to capture our state's flags. Just listen to this. Okay. And then we're going to we're going to tear it apart here. So each of those states originally had a state seal and a state flag. This is what Russell J. Gould was after, right? He went after it at the national level. And he was looking for that entry point to capture the flag at the national level. But see, now each of the people in their states can recapture the flag at the state level. And Wrong. Wrong. You do not capture. That's not how that works. You do not capture any flags. Okay. Now, first off, if they want, they so can. They, if they so choose, they sure can. But here's the thing. Those flags that she's talking about hate to break it to her, but they are still de facto flags or corporate flags. They are not part of the de jure. Okay. So if she wants to go ahead and capture flags, she's more than welcome to go ahead and do that. But guess what? That's not going to return the people to original jurisdiction, just like Russell Gould trying to claim postmaster general, whatever the hell he was trying to do by capturing the title six flag and whatever else. And let me also remind you, the old glory title six flag or whatever the hell he was trying to capture to gain, you know, control of the nation and whatever else. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, again, remember that flag is a battle flag. That is a military battle flag. That is not the original United States of America flag, the civil peace flag. That is so, so <laughs> there's so much wrong with that already. So let me just start there. Okay. But that's not how that works. You don't recapture the seal and the flag and then voila, you're receded. That's not how that works. Okay. Let me read something real quick before I even continue on. I'm going to read something. Now, this was an open letter. This was an open public letter and public notice that was put out there October 8th, 2013. It was by We the People in Assembly. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very, very lengthy. But if you want to, you can, again, you can go to national-assembly.net, click on the resources page, and yeah, you could click on public notice. And it'll take you to a spot to where you can read all the public notices that were put out there. And this is one of them. Okay, now I'm going to read a little bit of this, and then we're going to go back to these clips because there's a reason I'm reading this. Pay attention now. Listen closely. It says, to the following, U.S. Military Pentagon Joint Chiefs, Flag Officers, Provost Marshal, Inspector General, and Office of Management and Budget, U.S. Corporation, and its agents and actors, an act of giving public notice. We, the people who are the civilian authority with the superior lawful standing over the U.S. Corporation equals United States Corporation and authority over the U.S. military acting under the original jurisdiction of the United States Constitution, 1789, Bill of Rights, 1791, with the original 13th Amendment, equals which removes persons who have accepted an entitlement from holding public office as the United States of America Republic form of government de jure standing as the true form of government is proud to announce and notice the following effective immediately. The purpose of the writing is to add the next pieces to the graphical explanation of the relationships between the U.S. corporation to straw man 
and to us, the living, breathing men and women who occupy the geographical lands of the de jure constitutional government for the United States of America. I hope you paid attention to that term, straw man, because we're going to hear it come up in one of these videos, which, again, she says something actual factual. But again, pay attention to that. Continuing, we want to know that our borders are watched and we are protected when we come and go either or on pleasure or business. We want to make sure we have a roof over our head, good food, not GMO to eat. And the people who represent us at the state and federal levels are looking out for our us and not the personal pocketbooks. So we want to disconnect ourselves from the U.S. corporation, both personally, state and federal wise. So the questions are many and what should we be aware of to disconnect? On March 27, 1861, seven southern states walked out of the Union along with several of the northern states under Sine Die, which is basically without a date, breaking the contract between the Federation and Union of States. Excuse me, Union States. The states seceding from the Union were South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas. This event caused a contract which consisted of the Articles of Confederation, the Organic Constitution of 1789, and the Bill of Rights of 1791 to be breached. Now, continuing, upon breaking this contract, the following happened. The Union of States relationship was suspended and the United States of America was suspended in its existence. Article 1. Legislation was suspended under part parliament congress congress ceased to exist as a lawful body and all lawful republic governmental seats were vacant article two executive branch was suspended office of president was suspended office of president was vacant president had no authority to declare war at this point the then sitting president had no power no authority his position as president was suspended and considered vacant by the de jure republic constitutional government. That's right, because you had a constitutional crisis. Continuing, Article 3, judicial courts were suspended. Article 3, judicial seats were are vacated. And on April 15, 1861, President Lincoln executed the first executive order written by any president, Executive Order 1. Executive orders are not constitutional. However, it is perceived as law by the use of television propagating the deception. This is not correct. An executive order is the memo method of communicating between departments of the corporation and is not the law of the land. That's right. Keep listening because it's gonna you're going to need to hear some things here before we get back to these sound clips. Continuing. I had to take a quick breath here. When Congress eventually did reconvene, it was reconvened under the military authority and of, excuse me, of the commander in chief and not by rules of order for parliamentary bodies or by constitutional law, placing the American people under martial rule ever since the national emergency declared by President Lincoln. The Constitution for the United States. Notice it says for the United States, not of the United States of America, temporarily ceased to be the law of the land and the president, Congress and the courts unlawfully presumed that they were free to remake the national government in their own fashion, whereas lawfully no constitutional provisions were in place which afford power or authority to enact any of the actions which were taken, which presumed to place the nation under the new form of federal government control. Now, on April 17, 1861, and over the next five weeks, seceding from the Union were the additional states of Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Arkansas, totaling 11 Confederate states. Now, in 1862, the Unlawful Congress redefined the word person. Boy, they really like redefining things. You notice how they like to redefine words so they can fit things in their agenda? Turns out they did it back in 1862. 
So they redefine the word person as a legal term of art, creating a fictional entity, fictional characterization, a straw man, corporate entity. Definition, person equals fictional characterization, which allowed the unlawful Congress to say that you can create, you can control. That, that you can create, you can control. Then in 1864, the unlawful Congress, redefining the word state, there we go again, to be the District of Columbia. They are setting a pattern for that, that you can create, you can control. Now in Webster's Dictionary, 1828, the definition for Columbia as a noun is America, the United States, a poetical appellation given in honor of Columbus the discoverer. Now, furthermore, the definition used today in U.S. corporation speeches, law, statutes, court system for person, fictional characterization, and state equals District of Columbia are hereby repealed, revoked, and terminated because these words were redefined by an unconstitutional Congress to be used to entrap the living, breathing flesh and blood man or woman into debt slavery by the 14th Amendment. This is spoken by we the people of the de jure constitutional government for the United States of America. And the definition for persons and the state are as by Webster's Dictionary 1828 are as the follows. And I'm not going to read these definitions again for the sake of time. I'm going to fast forward here to a couple things that I want to make sure I do read and then we're going to get to the to the uh, to the sound clips because it's very important as it pertains to the UN. Okay. Now Continuing on with this document, this public notice that was put out back in 2013. Now, it continues to say, as we continue with the aforementioned timeline, a U.S. corporation continues to attack the vacant seats of the de jure constitutional government, its people, and the lands by writing executive orders, acts, treaties created by the U.S. corporation that starts with the Act of 1871, creating the District of Columbia and redefining it as a state while the Union states are redefined as territories under the District of Columbia, the Pan-American Treaty of 1226-1930. Now, let's go a little bit further here. So let's see here. Da, 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 da. Now, we the people are not obligated nor bound by these unconstitutional instruments. Now, I'm going to read a couple things here. That the Pan-American Treaty of 1226-1933, let's see here. So that would be 49 Statute 3097, Treaty Series 881. The Convention on Rights and Duties of States stated that Congress replaced statutes with international law, placing all states under international law. Then there was the International Organization Immunities Act of 1209-1945, which Congress relinquished every public office over to the UN, the United Nations, ladies and gentlemen, the UN. I'm emphasizing this for a reason because it's going to come up in a sound clip, which again, I'm going to call out like a freaking, like you wouldn't believe. And it continues to say, local governments up to the president fall under UN jurisdiction. Congress gave the UN the right to dictate what laws will be international and gave them the right to tax the states. Then that the International Reorganization Rescind Act, Congress put this into form, but they never took action to rescind the act. Fairly recently, an Ohio judge filed suit claiming that Congress did not have the right to relinquish government authority over to the UN, a corporation or foreign country, and that the Congressional Act was a constitutional violation because they didn't put it to the states or the people to agree on it. In 2005, the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Therefore, all public offices are under U.N. jurisdiction and they are not American citizens. And so furthermore, the action by the U.S. corporation has been fraudulent in representation of the people of the United States of America, as well as taking advantage of minors. And the individuals who represent this corporation are not we the people's government. And these individuals are by lawful governing considered to be corporate contractors equals 
actors who do not represent the political will of the people. And we the people do hereby declare the U.S. corporation governs nothing. That's nada. Zilch. Zippo. Buck. And since they are nothing more than an unlawful criminal organization, the U.S. corporation is physically bound to the White House CEO office and Capitol building equals board of directors office on the land they call District of Columbia. They have no authority over the people or lands of the United States of America or the District of Columbia. Furthermore, all adhesion contracts are suspended and revoked due to the fraudulent actions by U.S. corporation and banking industry against the living, breathing, flesh and blood men and women of the United States of America. And I'm just going to stop there. If you wish to continue reading it, I would highly recommend do your due diligence. Go to the national-assembly.net. Go look up the um, um, go go look up the uh, the um, resources tab, and you can look up the public notices. Check that out. Okay, um, real quick, I'm just going to pause for a slight second. Um, on Patriot was saying your voice cut out for three seconds. Can you hear me clearly now? Yes or no? And we're waiting. Yes, perfect. Okay. I guess from what I understand today, there's a lot of podcasters out there from what I understand. In fact, including Donna for her BNN broadcast that she did today at 10 a.m. I guess many podcasters out there today um, had a lot of technical difficulties and glitches and um, a lot of stuff was happening on that front. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I don't like doing videos um, because videos just adds another element of slowness and just has adds another, you know, uh, way to just it, it just I don't like doing videos. I like audio. It's simple. It's clean. Um, it's easy to um, upload. It's just it's audio is just better. But anyway, I digress. So. Back to that uh, public notice. If you wish to read more of it, go to national-assembly.net. And yes, the website is in my notes at the bottom of the show. Now, let's continue on. Let's see. So, so supposedly, this Mickey clan, I know I said I wouldn't say her last name, but you know what? She put it out there. All right, but I'm not going to say the actual show show. But she said that, you know, Trump and the military... They were in D.C. a few months ago, and they were doing some ceremony where they were waving the flags of 35 states, which represents the 35 republics, and that it was the military's way of basically signaling. Let's just listen to the clip because it sounds so stupid and absurd. And this is nothing. This is this is nothing what they would do, because let's not forget when Biden, a.k.a. The, you know, the resident. OK, not president, by the way, folks. OK, for those of you that are listening to this for the first time, Biden's not the real president. Don't know what to tell you on that one, but um, listen, here's the thing. When his inauguration, <coughs> his fake inauguration was going on and they showed different military personnel in there. I don't know if you pay attention to uniforms, but I think they had a lot of fake military personnel in there. Just saying. And so it wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that a ceremony actually took place. But remember, it took place on foreign land, D.C. OK, and they could easily get people to dress up as military personnel and wave these stupid flags, which are still corporate owned, symbolizing, hey, the, the military is in control. No. OK, first off, they're they're screwing with you. OK, let's listen to what she says. Listen to this. I truly believe Trump's already set this up. There's no way he would have left this, you know, just for the people. First off, let me just pause there. Trump doesn't set up anything. The people sets this up for Trump to carry it out. I just want to make that little clarification. Continuing. Um, so I believe that he did a ceremony about two, three months ago, wherein, and I don't know if it was him, but this is the military, because remember the military are the ones who have to try, who have to protect this trust. They mm -hmm. did a ceremony where they marched in front of the White House 
all 35 of those original state, state flags. Now that tells me that they're giving us a con to say, we're here for you, we're protecting you. It is behind the scenes. We can't tell you our mission. We can't tell you every detail of the plan, but we're here for you. And we've already helped yeah. you to restore these republics and you're gonna go. Yeah, and, and so that's exactly it. So first off, Trump didn't do anything, okay? And Trump doesn't set up anything, okay? Um, just, I'm gonna pause for about five, oh, hold on a second. Oh, sorry, I had a knock at the door here. All right, continue on. So, so Trump doesn't set up anything. Okay, let me be clear on that. Trump doesn't set up anything. And the thing is, is anything that gets set up is by we the people. Okay, we the people via the requisitions, okay, to the military. Okay, now we're not calling up the military, giving them marching orders every single day. That's not how that works. We trust their leadership to do what is best. But the requisitions are put forth by we the people at the behest of the people. Okay, so whatever happened to D.C., now that wasn't, okay, if that was the military, I'll tell you what, there are going to be some people in big, big trouble. Okay, but I'm going to tell you right now, there are probably some clowns in fake military uniforms flying fake corporate flags on a fake corporate, you know, on a, on a corporate foreign owned, you know, ground called DC. So there's that now next, let's see, what's the next clip I want to play. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting too. Let's play this. I've heard a lot of different ideas of how to take down this enemy. They're too big. It's like trying to take down the Death Star. You're not going to infiltrate it. Trying to run for a governor position is like joining the enemy. It's like I got to pause there. So when I heard her say that trying to run for governor is not going to work, you're, you know, when you sign up for, you know, to run for a position like governor or other positions in that system that you have no standing. Well, here's the thing. What this Mickey K, I'm just going to call her Mickey K because I hate her last name clan. It's I hate to have that last name for the record. But this Mickey is claiming that if you run for governor or other, that you're not like you, you, you have no standing, but here's the thing. Watch what Donna does. She's following everything per the constitution now. And she's, she's Donna Brandenburg, by the way, in Michigan, who's running for governor in Michigan, she's exposing the belly of the beast. Okay. I felt like this little statement was geared towards her. Now, it probably wasn't, but I found it very interesting. Let me continue to play this clip. Putting on a stormtrooper helmet and thinking you're going to have some, some impact, okay? It's a multi-trillion dollar crime syndicate, and they're all walking in lockstep. So if you're thinking of running for some position in that corporation, you have no standing. And this is why they think we're so belligerent, Scott. We've yeah. lost our status, standing, and character because we're arguing and they want nothing more for us to get caught in their tractor field. They want us to sit around and argue about science and politics and argue with our friends and our family. And that could just go on forever. <laughs> but all they're doing is luring us into their pirate ship where they make the rules and they change the rules whenever the hell they feel like it. We can't keep allowing this. I'm done arguing with tyrants. <laughs> and I think everyone should redirect all of their attention back to the restored Republic. And so Texas has formally restored their Republic and they're on record having done so. So they're the ones that are first to first out. <laughs> it's like we're back at the Alamo. <laughs> I yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Okay, first off, no, that's not how that tell you what. I can't, this lady, look, I'm trying to be very nice here, and I'm trying to be very sensitive too, because again, I guess you don't know what you don't know, okay? I was there a year ago, 
I didn't know half this stuff. In fact, like I said, if I'm going to be completely transparent and honest and, 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 and forthright, yes, I looked up the information. Then I, I saw videos about Russell J. Gould and, and capturing the flag and, and declaring, you know, to be the postmaster general of the nation and, and you know, and, and, and basically, you know, regained original jurisdiction through that method. Okay, whatever. I fell for it. I looked into it. I believed it for a second. I was like, wow, man, that's pretty amazing. I really thought it was amazing, truly. But then God works, you know, powerfully. You know, he works in his miraculous ways. And then people that I knew personally that were involved with the assembly, I started learning more and more and more. And I started realizing that whole thing with Russell J. Gould, all bullstein. It's all bullcrap. Okay. Now, speaking of Russell J. Gould, now this is something that the show host, now if he recognizes voice, don't type it in the comments. Don't type it in the chat. Again, trying to keep his show anonymous because I'm not trying to defame the show. I'm just simply pointing out the BS statements. So do not put the show in there. Here it is. Too many people know. Look at what Russell J. Gould has done. Claim for the life post the postmaster i don't care what other bullshit people say the documentation i've seen with my own eyes registered at the united nations voted on by ah let me pause there registered at the united nations what did we just read a second ago hold on let me go back let me go back to this public notice what did we just read let me scroll down we're scrolling we're scrolling we're scrolling what the hell did we just read um where are we at? Hold on. Hold on, Bueller. Where are you at? Hold on. Here it is. The International Organization Immunities Act of 12-9-1945. Congress relinquished every public office over to the UN. Local governments up to the president fall under UN jurisdiction. Congress gave the UN the right to dictate what laws will be international and gave them the right to tax the states. The International Reorganization Rescind Act, Congress puts this into form, but they never took action to rescind the act. Fairly recently, an Ohio judge filed lawsuit claiming that Congress did not have the right to relinquish government authority over to the UN, which is a corporation or a foreign country. Are you hearing me here? I mean, is this microphone on? I'm going to continue playing the statement, but what? registered with the UN? Okay, bullshit. That's not how that is. Let's continue listening to this dumb statement, this inaccurate and false statement. 200 countries, holder of the Title IV flag, postmaster general, recognized by the U.S. Supreme Court as the Supreme Court justice on paper, acquiesced to them. That doesn't mean they're going to stop and say, oh, God, you legitimately occupy this now, right? No, with what don't. you deconstructed with quantum grammar, they're going to say, no, they don't. Well, hell, nobody else knows about it. We'll just kind of hold them off the side, keep doing our crime show. Mm -hmm. Same with the military. I mean, uh, three star generals will stand and salute at attention because of what he is and what he's held. And we're going to learn about all that too. And he's going to show us and the world combined with other initiatives, what the other guys are doing, what the Republic's being restored. It's all a big machine. He needs to just stop. He needs to just stop. I'm going to tell you right now. First off, what he's saying is pissing me off. Nobody's going to learn what the hell you're spewing out because what you're trying to spew out is unfactual and it's not qualified. It's not foundation. It, it, there's no foundation behind it. It's 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 
<clears throat> what you're what this guy is saying on his show is bullcrap. And if you're sitting there and wondering, well, Jason, well, how do I know what you're saying isn't bullcrap? Well, it's very simple. As I've always told people, don't take my word for what I am saying here as with anybody else on these platforms. That's rule numero uno. Numero dos. What you need to do is you need to get on your knees, pray to the Lord Almighty, Father in heaven, ask for discernment and help you sift through the bull crap to get to the true truth, the true truther influencers out there. Okay, because here's the thing. The information is out there. I've labeled and I've done many shows on it already in the past. Again, you go to www.hishardline.com, click the assembly link, and you'll find a bunch of podcast windows, uh, little media players. You can click on those and learn a little bit about what's going on lawfully. Okay. Remember, the de jure republic, not republics, okay, there's not more than one republic. So him saying that there's 35 republics, that's stupid. And where 35 came from, I don't know. But that's also that's also inaccurate as well. The de jure republic, the people in the assembly, when they communicate with the corporation, they don't submit documents. They don't register crap with the U.N. or the IMF or D.C. or any governor in the de facto states. They don't submit anything to them. Any communication that's put forth out there by we the people is done via public notice. And it's done three or four times. I think four times. I can't remember if it's on the international stage, but there's a certain way of doing it. And it's done out there in the public purview for all to see. Now, what are some things that she did talk about, this Mickey K, that are actual factual, you know, that's actually factual? Let's listen to another clip saying because um all the stuff they were doing with our cesta kv trust when we were born and they created the trust and the corporation within that trust of our you know our all caps name uh, or our straw man um everything they've ever done in there is fraud that vitiates on fraud vitiates on frauds it's pause it there she's correct on all of what she just said there let's continue on literally all fraud like i said when that invasion happened in 1871 everything that that corporation has done since then is all fraud I'm going to pause there again. All correct. I'm not disagreeing with her. What she is saying is all correct. But she's going to say something here that's incorrect. Including the IRS, including all those, you know, $2.33 quadrillion in funds that are in those trust accounts. And they were buying and selling us on the open market. Every time we got all conned true. into contracting with them, they were buying and selling bonds under our name. All true. Hold on. So when Trump took over, this is another thing people, very few people realize in 1933, FDR set it up to where those assessed to KV trusts were property or assets of the corporation. We are assets of a corporation. So when Trump took over as commander in chief, he became the exchequer of all those SESTA KV trusts. He is the one setting the captives free. Now, all that. No, he is not the one setting the captives free. I hate to break it to you, Mickey K. It's we, the people, who are setting ourselves free. 
Let's get facts straight. Trump, President Donald John Trump, was a tool that was used to execute a plan with the military at the behest of we the people. Let's be clear. Trump did nothing except follow the orders of we the people. Let's play another thing. Now, here's something that she was correct on as well, talking about how courts are banks. Listen to this. They, people do not realize that the court system and the courthouses are banks. Yeah. They're banks. Yeah. They're not where judicial processes bring justice to anything in this country. It's a banking system. Can you explain that, Mickey? Yeah. So we so when you get pulled over for a ticket, okay, they're enforcing their policies on you. These are made up, shit made up policies. And when they do that, they're getting you into a contract. And when you sign in yep. that contract, you're signing in as your dead corporation. Yep. So you're basically giving them permission to draw money from your SESTA KV trust, which you didn't even know they were managing on your behalf. So they're drawing anywhere from two to $8 million, depending on the state, to pay for their criminal syndicate. Just And you thought it was a $150 traffic violation. No, they're operating in commerce. And unfortunately, when we acquiesce to this, we're allowing it. They're taking that money and they're funding their counties and their cities and their you know their manipulation okay so this is this is why we can't allow it anymore we can't keep playing a role you know because it does take two to tango it does yep it does take two to tango and everything she said there is all factually accurate i'm not disagreeing with anything she said it is all true there's one more sound clip i have and we're going to round this out because i do have to get to bed 2 a.m comes very quick but i'm going to play this and then we're going to round this out so I'm living, I don't know about you, but I still have a pulse. <laughs> and so I know who I am, right? Um, and then the, the standing is what jurisdiction are you operating in? Are you operating in their jurisdiction under their rules and their bylaws? Did they sucker you into a contract to work with them as a corporation? Did you hire a lawyer? Because if you did, he can only represent you as a dead corpse. So you just gave away all your rights. Cool, you got that safety blanket, but he gave away all your rights. They're all walking in lockstep. So it's a, it's a broken system, Scott, and we're trapped in it. This is the other reason I don't want people going up against this system. Who read their mortgage? Seriously, who read the contract? That's right. You gave away, and who read the title? When you signed over the title and deed to your state, who read it? Mm -hmm. You handed over your title and deed to the state. They own your property. They can foreclose because they technically have it on their books. So you can't go messing with them when you're all wrapped up in it. On top of that, no one read the birth certificates when they signed off their children. I mean, basically in that birth certificate, it's a female, it's the mother, all caps name, maiden name. So it's her all caps corporation and no father. That means that they're a foundry receiving a bastard child lost at sea. Yeah. We handed over our children. That's why they try to take jurisdiction and steal children from family. All true. It is all true. I can't disagree with anything that she just said there. Like I said, I'm not sitting here to try to demonize any one man or woman, okay? All I'm trying to do is I, I listen to some of these things. Now, again, this particular show, I don't listen to on a regular. I'm going to just be honest with you. I used to, not anymore, because I found a lot of inconsistencies, as usual with all the other ones, and I stopped listening to it. Okay, because again, I you I mm, I like to make sure I'm very cautious on what I allow to go through my ears, through my ear canals, to you know, to basically marinate in my gray matter that we call a brain. 
Um, let's see here. Odd Patriot was just saying your audio is normal, then gets very quiet. Like right now it's quiet. You can't hear me. What is going on here? How about now? Is it all right now? Hmm. <laughs> no. What is going on? How about now? See, this is this is the kind of thing. But can you understand at least the words that I'm saying? Well, even though it's quiet. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Today has been the day. I guess people. I'm gonna try to speak directly in the mic. Maybe it might, you know, get loud again. I don't know. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. There is people out there that are trying to screw with a lot of podcasters. Yeah, and he said his phone volume is at 100. percent um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Let me try to play a sound clip and then maybe it'll kind of like self-regulate. Hold on. Let, let me just going to play a quick sound clip. Hold on. Let me see here. All right. Let me pause that. How about now? Can you hear? Is it better? It is. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's something goofy with the pod bean, but yeah, like I said, a lot of broadcasters and podcasters out there were having issues and a lot of technical difficulties, including Donna Brandenburg on her BNN. So I don't know what's going on out there, but here's the thing at the end of the day, you know, whether if it's just technical difficulties or people that were really trying to like, you know, um, screw with, you know, screw with us. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really weird, but at the end of the day, here's the thing. Okay, all those clips that I played, like I said, my biggest thing is I'm not here to demonize anybody. I'm not here to call anybody a liar. You don't know what you don't know. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to beware of the half truthers out there. And the reason I call them half truthers is not to insult them. But again, some people really, truly and genuinely may not know what they don't know. And so for that reason, that's not a crime. I'm not going to go after people for things that they don't know. But what I am here to do is to make sure I set these records straight. So in case if you did hear that interview and got yourself all excited, like some people that I know when they heard the interview and, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to mention names, but you know, somebody sent me that interview, which is the only reason why I listened to it. And before I even listened to it, I'm like, I'm going to call BS on this right now. Cause they tried telling me, you know, what they were talking about. And, and, you know, oh, this is, they're talking about, a, you know, returning back to original jurisdiction. And I said, I could tell you right now without listening to it, it's bullshit. Well, what do you mean? You need to give it a listen to I'm like, okay, I'll give it a listen to, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be able to pick this apart and I'm going to tell you why it's bull crap. And so I listened to it today and then I got back with that person and I said, Hey, as I already called it before listening to this, it is indeed 100% certifiable BS. Well, they asked me, well, what's your confirmation? Like the minute they started talking about recapturing flags and Russell J. Gould, I could uh, right there. And when they started talking about ceremonies in D.C., flying the 35 Republic flags and this, that, and the other, you know, signaling to the people that the military is in control. But we can't tell you, but we're going to send you communications vaguely and subtly and, and let you know, hey, we have your back, ladies and gentlemen. We are in control. Rest assured, we got this. Bullcrap. Whatever people saw in D.C. was not valid and it wasn't the real military. I could tell you right now, the real military would not be doing that nonsense. That sounds like a big parade of bullcrap. So, at the end of the day, 
beware of what you listen to, who you listen to, and what you believe. It's very easy for people out there to get deceived. There are a lot of people out there that do tell solid truths. But then, in the same show, they'll muddy the waters on other subjects or, and or, they will leave out very important relevant truths altogether. Like talking about the lawful National Assembly and what's about to come here in the state of Michigan. Be very aware. That's all I have for you today on this wild card Sunday for the His Hardline discussion. I am Jason, and like I said, remember, here is at His Hardline. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And the enemy has crossed that line for the last time. And we do rely on the protection of divine providence. And we will do our part as warriors for Christ to hold that line. As it states in my favorite line in the Bible, Joshua 1.9, at least one of many. I command you, be strong and steadfast and do not fear nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. With that, I say proceed forward, hardliners. Never waver. This is your land, this is your country, and this is your life. Own it and protect it. It's sacred. Before I close this out, I'm going to tell you, have a blessed day or night wherever you're at in the world, and we'll see you back here tomorrow, and we're going to play the Warriors Prayer. And I hope you all have a great night. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen. And so, just to add to that, I hope, again, everybody has a blessed, blessed night, and I hope tomorrow will find you with abundance in health, because without our health, we have nothing else. So I hope you all have a good night, good day, wherever you're at in the world, and we will see you tomorrow. Good night.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here for another His Heartline discussion. Don't forget to share this website, www.hisheartline.com. Share this podcast far and wide. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. It's time to take this nation back and return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs. Thank you for joining us again, and come back again. Have a blessed night.